You're dude. fucking back. I'm so bad. I'm, I'm rested. I'm, I'm gonna hurt your feelings. Oh, Are you ready? Fuck. Yeah. I did mushrooms. Why do you always do <laughs> mushrooms when I'm out of town, man? Ah, that's right. Oh, were you having fun on your break? It's no, it's Guess it's what? so weird. It's so weird, dude. It's so weird. It's like it's like if your best friend was Michael Jordan, and every time he goes out of town, you're like, I played, I played pickup. And he's like, what, dude? I, I wanted to play pickup. You're no. like, I'm sorry, man. It just happened. Yeah, no. I'm Michael Jordan. I, dude, you're I like, am I'm the, the Michael Jordan of shaman. eating mushrooms. <laughs> I was advocating for mushrooms when it was jailable. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I of course, for, for all intents and purposes, considering that it's still not decriminalized in the state of California, what I was eating was I shiitake. No, I'm, it's, it is in Oakland. Yeah, I think it's in certain areas, which I, is where you were when you did them. I fucking ate shiitake mushrooms anyway. So no, we went to it, Oakland. We went to the Bay, baby. In, in I ate chocolate covered shiitake mushrooms. Where Dude, did you do this? You know Who what's did you funny? do this with? Okay, for, oh no, I don't am know. I gonna get extra pissed? You're gonna get extra. Who? I can't say. Listen, all you at home need to know. Just the, I did all mushrooms. you at home need to know is that if. This mushroom trip was a painting. It'd be the Last Supper, and he'd be Judas over there, serving a plate. And I'm, if you know, I am mysteriously fat, dumb Christ about to get sold out. If I'm mysteriously no longer streaming for like the next week, is because Will murdered me. Yeah, dude, okay. I can't. I'm believe letting you guys done, know. He I can't didn't. believe you've done this. Yeah, I mean, we can do it again because I did know, mushrooms on the slopes. I mean, that's fine. It was pretty great. You do mushrooms all the time without I me. It was just no. Well, okay, dude. No, no, no. But I'm all saying right, no, no. no it's cool. But like, we'll do it. To, we'll do it this weekend. We'll do it. Like he has. A, he has a history of doing the fun stuff I want to do without me. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. Like I went out of town one time, and he's like, "I'm gonna go to a football game." <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Remember that? She, I bet she did mushrooms at that football game, piece of shit. No, but like that was very weird. I mean, it just yeah. like lined up perfectly. I was out of town one time. You're like, oh, I'm going to go enjoy some yeah. American oh, yeah, football go, with my friend Jengis. Yeah, Jengis. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was, a, that was a very interesting experience because like I hadn't done them in a while. I did just like, it's eight, what is it? Five, 800 milligrams. So that's not like crazy. No, no, no. Not crazy amount at all. The three bars and the chocolate. Just enough to really get you thinking. Yeah. Well, I did that. And I is that did when that, you texted I, me that you missed me? No, I texted that I miss you. I think either before, I think even before that. Oh, okay. What? It's better that I text you when I was sober <laughs> and thinking about you. What the fuck do you mean? When I'm fucked up, that's the real me. <laughs> yeah, I, ironically, at the weekend's house. Yeah. Oh, what? That's where we're at. That's where. That's the Envy house is the weekend's old house where he wrote The Hills Have oh, Eyes. Oh, you were there. You okay. and I have probably been there for like after parties in the past. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I had been to that house. And before. now I know exactly what function you were at. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it was like, I mean, it was not great for me because the house is fucking haunted. Like, yeah. the weekend is right. That house Dude, is do you, absolutely okay. haunted. Chat, or chat, Jesus Christ. Listeners, 
Uh, you've never heard this story, but there was one time where Hassan and I did do mushrooms together Ooh. with our with our third friend who is a very, he's got holistic tendencies. Oh God. He's not full-blown holistic, but he's got tendencies. And we were in a house no, in the he hills. Is, he is, for all intents and purposes, a basic bitch. He, yeah. Like, and he, I love him, but he's so basic. He came up to us in the middle of our, you know, great New Year's evening and he went, this house is evil. <laughs> and he was right. Went, what? And he was and he right. Goes, Look around you. There's something dark going on here. But he was and right. For the rest of the night, we were like, uh. He was right, though. Yeah, he was right. He was so right. It was an evil place. Dead to rights. It was evil. It was like a, it was like, you know, like a Jeffrey Epstein friend mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very weird. <laughs> and I, I was very Jizzling Maxwell had had Chicoutlerie one time in her life. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. <laughs> Dyslexic. Jangus. Okay, listen. You say Jangus, I say Genghis. No, you know? it's fine. Um, so that was, you know, that was that was a vibe. That was definitely a vibe. I, I keep doing mushrooms in like the weirdest situation. Like you're supposed to fucking do it and like go yeah. sit in nature yeah. and like you know chaturanga, whatever. <laughs> but you're like, no, let me go to this influencer party. It was terrible because like I had to be social with people, and I was just like, oh, dude, you know what's awful about that? You can see right through them. So if someone's a fucking fake on mushrooms, all you can like it's like a sign on them. They're like, you're like this person just wants some of me. I just I felt like I had to perform, and I didn't like that. <laughs> no, I mean like like because I just wanted to chill with my homies. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But then, dude. but it's an influencer Rolling party, so like a lot of people are coming up to you, yeah. and that's normal. Like these are people that you don't see. Yeah. Uh, every day. So like you, these are people you see on the internet. So like it's a fun opportunity for everyone to be like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. Like, Hassan Piker, you're so tall. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So it, the entire time I was Bro, thinking, you know like, how many times I've had worse. to fucking listen to that? When we meet people, so they come up, oh, well, Hassan, you're so tall. I never want. <laughs> okay, dude. Everyone, every time we Everyone's always someone. like, well, you're so handsome and funny. Bullshit. That's what they say. Bullshit. He's such a you know liar. what I get? This is what happens. Hassan, you're so tall. Will, are you a redhead? That's the one I always get. You do get People that are question. baffled that I have red hair. Whoa, blah. You have freckles? Blah. I have freckles too. Shut up. You don't have freckles. Like Not you. like you do, but I do have freckles as well. I mean, dude, people are fucking stealing redhead valor. Dude, how do you feel about that? I, I've told you it. the story when one of our mutual acquaintances got freckle tattoos on her face. Yeah. And I went up and, dude, we knew this person for a while. I know you fucking got freckle tattoos, okay? So I went oh, up yeah. and I was like, you know, listen, if your homie goes up six cup sizes, you go up and you're like, hey, nice new tits. They're great. Yeah, good job. Good job but on the titties. I went up and I was like, dude, I love the freckles. They're awesome. And she was like, oh yeah, like, you know, they, they really come out in the sun. I was like, what? What sun? Dude. You're British. Dude. Exactly, 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 exactly. You've never seen the sun. So my mind started crankulating, and I was like, I think she's trying to say that these are real freckles. And well, I you was, can tell. You can always wait, tell. Wait, this gets… This was, like a, this was like a Curb Your Enthusiasm moment. I would not let it go. Oh, I, no. Hassan, I would not let it go. So I was like, what do you… What do you mean? You don't care about and anything, too. This no. is so funny that this is the one no. thing. I was willing to burn my relationship with this person to the ground. <laughs> and so I so I went, so I went, what do you what do you mean? And she's like, oh, well, you know, my, no one ever sees my freckles. And I was like, there it's a tattoo. She's like, no, it's not. I've had these my whole life. And I'm like, 
I've known you for years. Like, what are you talking? Like, girl, I'm, co- I'm covered. Mm-hmm. I have freckles on my dick. What are we talking about? Like, stop. What are you doing? You're mad. You got, like, you, you like don't, take, don't take my thing. I got beat up as a kid, all right? <laughs> Ginger rights. Dude, I used to get held down and my cousins would play connect the dots with a permanent marker on my back like they were going to find some hidden constellation in the stars on the freckles in my back. <laughs> it sucked, okay? And I don't mind that it's an Instagram trend and you went in and your henna tattoo lady now does freckles, whatever. It's fine. Just admit it. Just admit it. So she was like, no, no, no. And I was like, I was like, I know those are tattoos. And she was like, no, this gets worse. I pulled up her Instagram and scrolled. And I was like, where are your freckles there? Huh? It that's looks a, like it looks like you're in direct contact with someone. And I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, that's a bathing suit pit. Were you in the sun there? And it got to the point where it like boiled over. Where I was like, why are you lying to me? Stop lying. And we just went our separate ways. And have you guys talked since? No. That was the big, that was the big breakup, the freckle breakup. It was just insane to me. It was nuts. 22 ideas for 2022. What do you got, Will? What do you got? Talk to me. To empower people to grow personally and professionally, we are teaming with Blinkist so that we can send you over there to read books that will enrich your life, make you a smarter person, Perhaps even lengthen your penis. I'm not sure. I don't know how books work. I think that's how books work. Yeah. I haven't read a book in, in many, many years. I Dude, I haven't read a book in forever. Except for Blinkist. That's right. Without Blinkist, I would not be reading. That's the truth. Yeah. That's the truth right there, sir. With Blinkist, you're definitely reading. You're, you're, you're definitely, definitely reading. What's yeah. a book that you think someone should read on Blinkist? Maybe something about capital. Maybe about something about, you know, yeah. Marxism. Bedtime biography, Genghis Khan and the Making of the Modern World. Wow. That's the one I would recommend for you. Why? I yeah, why? One of the most brilliant warlords of all time. Sure. You know, and, and I and I would want you to pontificate. Yeah. I want you to ponder. I want you to think about why we don't have the same opinions about Genghis Khan as we do about modern brutals, modern brutal dictators. True. I've always wanted to name my kid Genghis. That's a that's a Turkish name, by the way. That name rules. Genghis is a Turkish name. Well, not Genghis. No, that's how, that's the Americanized version. It's actually right. Genghis. I would name him the American version. That is quite literally a Turkish name. No, I, which I, I'm I would, on board with. By if the way. someone was like, if a teacher was like, "Is Genghis here?" He'd be like, "No, it's pronounced Genghis." I that's love what that. I'm saying. Yeah. Genghis Savage Neff. Oh, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Right now, Blinkist has a special offer for just our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash fear to start your free seven-day trial and get 25% off of a Blinkist premium membership. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash fear to get 25% off and a seven-day free trial. Blinkist.com slash fear. Guys. Looking for a little extra confidence when it's time for sex. Let Always. me tell you. I'm looking for a little extra confidence yep. all the time yep. throughout the day. Just, yep. you know, I wish I had some more confidence. I got a three-step plan. Step one, candles. Step two, shave a heart in my pubes. Step three, blue chew. Oh, sh- okay. That's right. Nice. What about, what's the, what's the tactical purpose of the heart on the, on the pubes? 
it's kind of like, like you confuse them. You know, like the little hats that they wear to the Kentucky Derby. They're called fascinators. <laughs> it's like is a, that what it's called? Yeah, it's called. It's like a God, penis you're fascinator. So white. I love that. Oh, it's a fascinator. Yeah, <laughs> ma'am. What a fascinator you have! Oh, how fascinating! Okay, go on. Yeah, it's, it's it. the dazzle. It's the it's dazzle. The dazzle. Just a little, little showmanship, a little razzmatazz. Okay, respect. Respect. I also wear snap away pants. Which really helps with the reveal. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I like Shah. that. You're like a you're like an NBA starter. That's right. Like blue chew. That's right. Okay. And when good. I tear my pants away, I want my you know my member to be at attention, and that's why blue chew is helping me out. Blue yeah. chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form at the fraction of the cost. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no doctor's visits, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And guess what? Ships right to your door in a discreet package. Process is simple. You go to bluechew.com, sign up, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part is that it's all done online. And the licensed medical providers at Blue Chew work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Pop one of Blue Chew's tablets. Yes. And visit bluechew.com. They're That's discreet. Right. They come right to your door. I almost wish they wouldn't be discreet. I want everybody in my apartment building to know I got a rock hard hog. Yeah. You know? You're a mad dog with a fat hog. That's right. And you want everyone to Cute know. Cute girl it. in the mailroom. You know, I throw What's her up? a glance. What's this? Oh, these oh. are my pills for my gigantic dick. Discreet packaging. Yeah, over if you like live with your mom or something, you don't want that. You don't. No, that, that's now. That's no. a lady. You just took that's it a lady to a you weird don't. Place. That's <laughs> you a lady you it. don't want to know <laughs> that you have rock hard boners. Okay, that's, that's right. Here's a special deal for you. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code Fear at checkout. Just that's pay right. five dollars shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code Fear. They receive to receive your first month free. I just like. I've never noticed freckles and like I'm Turkish. We don't have ginger uh, yeah. people like that much, uh, that many ginger people. So like, it's not like a big thing. Yeah. Um, it was more like fascinating really that someone would be ginger yeah. than, than anything else. But I, I've never thought about like freckles being like a bad thing. Cause, I, listen. Cause I get, I get hella freckled up in the sun. Dude, but freckles in the United States are having a moment. I don't care. If you go and get freckles done, dope. Good on you. I'm happy. I don't get it on my arms, though, I don't think. Dude, I have freckles from, like, the tips of my hands, my entire shoulder. Yeah, no, I know. You're, you're, you're ginger as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on my legs, on my foot. And then growing up, my entire face yeah. was, like, scattered That's what, uh, For the most part, I just get it on my face whenever yeah. I'm in the sun. So I don't care. I just thought it was so strange. That this person would lie to you was trying a to ginger, dole us all freckles. A ginge. She was trying to dole us all freckles. Wow, that's fucked up. Yeah. She <laughs> yeah. She's trying to dole us all freckles. Yeah. I love that, dude. Yeah, I love yeah. that there's like this is this should be a movement it's, for, for gingers. I don't, I don't care if you get them. Go get them. Enjoy your freckles. Have don't fun. Don't lie, with them. but don't lie to Will Neff don't about fucking, your fucking don't freckles. Don't lie to someone who wore them. Freaking freckles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, don't stolen valor, my friend. That was definitely one. The 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 mushroom thing I wanted to talk to you about, obviously. Yeah. Oh, uh, I've been playing Pokemon Go. We haven't talked in a while because no, Will hasn't been, been here. So 
There's a lot to. There's a, we're we're basically having our catch up on camera at this point. But it's for good. All of it's going to be good content. Yeah. It's uh the other thing I want to talk about is I've Pokemon. been playing Pokemon Arceus Arceus. Pokemon decided for to name their new game. They would make up a word and they would make it impossible to pronounce. Yeah, it's like Genghis and Genghis. Genghis, Genghis. Arceus, 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 Arceus. I really don't care though because all the Pokemon are so hard to fucking say. So I just like I just freestyle every yeah. time. Now I'm always just like the clam one, yeah. the Barracuda guy. No, I just I read it out loud purposely in the worst way I possibly can because I just I've given up like. There are ones that I the name is Typhla Jojan Chimchar. That name rules. Yeah, I see. I don't. I don't even know what that is. I because like the last Pokemon game I played was Yellow, and then my Yellow got stolen famously. Yep. And then after that, I like didn't really play. But then I played like a bootleg version of the Green, which uh, Leaf Green. Yeah, Leaf Green was never made in English, but like they had you know yeah. translated it, I guess, in Turkey. Like I was playing like this fucking fake copy. Uh, of uh, green and I remember like I, I might have dabbled in like maybe when I had an advance I might have dabbled in like silver and gold but not entirely certain so you haven't so played I'm, Pokemon in a while yeah so like like the last time I played a full game of Pokemon was yellow and yeah. finished and and basically that was myth was next to me and we realized like myth wasn't born then that's crazy. how crazy is that's that nuts. when yellow came out myth was not born that's crazy. Ali our friend um, um, so po I, I've told you this Pokemon Red is the first game I ever really dove into. Yeah. And I remember being at the Scholastic Book Fair and my friend Ben had a copy of Pokemon. And I was like, you catch these things? Listen, Pokemon is an enormously nostalgic game for me. And I think Arceus is a game. It's also an enormously successful franchise. The most successful yeah, franchise. I, th I think Arceus is a game that has tremendous peaks. I think there are things in the game that are brilliant. I think being able to catch Pokemon for experience is like a, a brilliant game hack because you don't want to just be fighting random encounter after random encounter after random encounter. It feels fun. Oh, is that different? That's like oh yeah, that's new. In previous games, you act, so you the act, mechanics of it are fundamentally different. Fundamentally different. Yeah, got that. that so, but I was frustrated with the lack of humans. It was so barren. It's so desolate. Oh I don't yeah. Like the, that. So 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 we'll, I'm going to talk about the positives and then we'll we'll blast the game. I think the the catching Pokemon for experience is a lot of fun. I think finding the new zones is is very fun. I think movement on the map was awesome. It was really fun to get the new mounts. Could be more polished. Could be more polished. You, but this is the this is Breath of the Wild territory. Like you yeah. we know that that it <laughs> let's can get right be into done. the negatives. Then <laughs> we won't even save you that. Listen, I had fun with the game. I played through the game. It was great. Now let's talk about the downfall. I haven't finished yet, and I've been playing on stream. I've gotten up to the the lava, like okay, you know, yeah. I'm I'm pretty much like halfway through, or more than halfway through. The this. variety of Pokemon sucks. No, I'm just gonna yeah, say it. Yeah, they 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 chose 230 Pokemon for this game, and I would say a hundred of the Pokemon they chose suck, and that that's rough because there are so many cool Pokemon in. Uh, the Pokemon universe now, they've had, you know, how many iterations? They have like a thousand to choose from. And when you have an open world game, you have to reward exploration. And I kept waiting for there to be like hidden areas you could find that would have that like Mewtwo encounter. Or they would have that, you know, Lugia encounter. So basically what they did was alpha Pokemon. That's, that's basically what they did instead of what you're referencing 
and the alpha Pokemon yeah. are just the same Pokemon, but with higher base stats uh, that are, and, and they're much, much larger. And since you can like throw your Pokeballs everywhere and like have your Pokemon out with you and stuff, like that size difference actually is pretty cool because you can literally see it. And it's to me that is a recycled mechanic from Sword and Shield, right? I think Alpha is very much like VMAX. I know you didn't play Sword and Shield, but yeah. it's like it's a lot the same beast. I just felt like with an open open world Pokemon, I kept as I said, I kept waiting to find like a hidden clearing and boom, there's Mewtwo. Just buy his lonesome flexing nuts. And I wanted there to be like 20 of those. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted there to be like a few on every map where the reward for like scouring but every but inch the map's of the map. not that big to be able. No. And and the other thing is the map feels very recycled. A oh lot of the God. zones it's copy feel paste. exactly the same. You're kind of bumping into the, the same. The water stuff. textures are disgusting and unacceptable. But they make up for that with the water mount being so fun. Oh it's like a jet God, ski and you can like double Especially jump it. And, and with a double jump, if you lock on, you can go slow-mo like in Zelda. Yep. So you can trick shot Pokeball uh, so tosses. Sick. The the one thing I wish though, and I don't know why they didn't do this, you should be able to mount whatever Pokemon you want. I agree. You should be able to mount whatever, like a Gyarados in the water and they, they should have taken the time to program that. That always kind of feels like what happens with Game Freak is they have some cool ideas and the Pokemon IP is so strong and then it feels like they kind of rush them out. Yeah. When there's so much potential. It's the most successful franchise of all time and people are going to buy it no matter what and it's going to make a lot of money no matter what so they definitely rely on that. Um, it's a lot of fun if you've never, if you haven't played Pokemon, if you didn't play Sword and Shield especially and you like get into this, you're like, wow, this is, yeah. you know, the nostalgia element's there. I, I like the grindy shit because I am like an obsessive grinder. Yep. My entire deck is alpha. I, I have all alphas right now. Uh, alpha skunk tank. I'm halfway through the game and all of my Pokemon are like 50, level 50 plus. Yeah. Like I'm. <laughs> Do you have trouble controlling them? Are they like. No. Oh, okay. No, because I, I've already, I've already gotten, I've already gotten to, I think, rank four at this point. So you've caught everything. Well, rank four, I haven't caught everything but you caught at least 100 Pokemon. yeah i mean and dude the last thing i'll say before we move off our rcs is the plot is ridiculous so bad it's so bad every it's time terrible. it's like it's like i'm from diamond clan well i'm from pearl clan blah, 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 blah. there's a, a raging pokemon better go deal with it Bleep. and then and then dark souls every time poke souls every time dodge dodge yeah. dodge this is the pokemon's handler i don't trust you oh you did this thing i trust you now come help us with that raging pokemon. dude it's like it, it, you don't want it to like the dialogue is so ass, bro. Like, it, it literally feels like they... It feels like my seventh grade essay when I'm padding the... You know, when I'm padding the essay with extra words. Yeah. It's always the same thing. And and they say, like, basically the same thing that they could say in one fucking sentence. But they say it in, like, eight. Yep. And it's like, dude, you didn't even do voice acting in this. So, like, why did you add this much dialogue? You know what I wish? Because they wanted to make it an 18-hour game. My last thing, you know what I pray one day happens and it'll never happen. But I would honestly, I wouldn't need Blue Chew anymore. If From made a Pokemon game. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Wait, but, like, God. but then it's not Pokemon. It's not, like, fun, cute little babies. It's, like, creepy, I scary. Want, listen, dinosaur Harry Potter fighting. grew up. With his audience, right? Book one, we're living under stairs. We're eating bots any flavor beans. Last book, professors are dying, right? 
people are dying because our audience grew up. I'm ready for Pokemon where trainers are dying. I, I think you're underestimating how many children still play Pokemon. Can you imagine, though, if they made one for the adults? You just go into a canyon or you're in the water and you just see this person in the water. Hi, my name's Trainer Pete. And Gyarados out of the water. He <laughs> pulls him under into a boss battle. Yeah. Yeah, that would be uh, dark. It'd be <laughs> so sick. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I can see it like a like a real time. But I don't know how the real time battles work. Because like, because so the unfortunate thing is that like, as much as I hate turn based, like Pokemon, you have to make it kind of turn. You have to make it turn based. Like, I don't know how they would. I don't they know just how they make would, just like Dark Souls. They make it different weapons, so they have different attack patterns. Yeah, that oh, could yeah. be that could be a way to do it. And with one of the things, you know what? You, okay, okay. Last thing I would say about Arceus or Arceus or whatever. The thing that really bothered me was that they have tried to like the only thing that they've changed with the era is they've made it more PC. Mm. And one of the which, by the way, I'm not saying like oh Pokemon is so PC, but I did think it was a really weird retcon where in the beginning they just basically lore dump and say. These Pokemon want to be in Pokeballs. Yeah. They have a special skill where they get smaller. They get small. Even though we all remember that red fucking laser from the cartoon. What was that red laser yeah. doing? It made them small. Yeah. And it trapped them. Yeah. It trapped them in a cage. Yep. A, a circle cage where they were tiny. Yep. And that's the reality. And if they wanted to be in Pokeballs, why does some Pokemon require yeah, multiple like, balls to burn them out? Yeah, or Pikachu never wanted to be in a Pokeball. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's like really frustrating and really annoying. I, I was just, I was annoyed. We are like adult Disney fans now. Yeah. We're we, having we, a conversation. My favorite, my favorite lore from my childhood. Like, okay, whatever. But the, you know what? They fucking owe it to us. Oh I played that game as a fucking 10-year-old on my Game Boy. I've grown up with it. They've made billions of dollars. The least they can do is spend some fucking time on it. Okay? It's true. I mean, it's true. There's That game is like... That game would have been perfect if it was fully fleshed out. If it they could have finished been the fully it! Fleshed out, fully Same thing Sword and Shield. They just don't finish these games. Yeah, they want to pump it out. They, they want to pump it out pump quickly. Out. But gaming is back in a big way, I think, this month because we have uh, you know Elden Ring coming Schwing. out. We that that uh, that fighting game that's Schwing. coming out. Sifu. Sifu. I'm excited to play that. Mm -hmm. um, Horizon, New Horizon. Ah! I'm I'm excited. There's a lot of games coming out. Dying Light Two's coming out Let's on Friday. Let's be real though. Let's be real. What? We're not playing shit with Elden Ring. What? You, oh yeah. I mean, when it comes out, it's like that's game over. I'm playing it's that nonstop. Done. I'm playing it's that done. nonstop. I'll fucking tank my stream. If oh, it, we're burning it to the ground. Yeah. Everything I've made. People are going to be very frustrated and be like, oh, why aren't you doing reaction? Like, and I'm like, no, it's Elden Ring time, baby. I'm an Elden Ring streamer. It's going to be hey. annoying because like Felix is going to fucking power rush through it. He's going to like find like a, like a secret way to stream it like three days before everybody else. Yeah. And then power bomb through it. Get like 200K concurrent viewers. 
And then everyone's going to come into my chat whenever I played and be like, I saw this with XQC already. My juicer did this in one try. That's not true. The juicer always fails. He's a, <laughs> he's a catastrophic hey, failure. I got a story on my end, some news. Do you see Brian Flores is suing the NFL for discrimination? That is what we were going to talk about today, actually. That's big. Wow, what a segue. We are going to talk about that, as a matter of fact. Former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores is suing the NFL. Yeah. (sighs) It is a crazy situation. I love the story. So do you know, like, what finally precipitated him being like, that's it, I'm suing? Uh, The Bill Belichick text message? Bill Belichick. I love the story for this particular reason. Okay, tell me. Well, I mean, you obviously know more about like which coaches are good, but I do love Bill Belichick as a meme, right? I mean, this is one of the greatest coaches yeah. in NFL history, yeah. right? We're talking, I mean, he's a he's a hero to many and a fucking enemy to most, <laughs> Bill right? Bill Belichick notoriously does not give a fuck about social graces. Yeah. Does not give a, a fucking shit yeah. about social graces. So there's there are two <clears throat> coaches that they are going to be hiring potentially, right? Or yes. these two final coaches, and Brian Flores uh, is one of them. There were okay. So let me let you me, describe. Let me her. move back here. Okay, New York Giants are interviewing coaches. Okay, and they interview Brian Flores, and they interview another Brian. I forget his name. And Brian Flores gets a text message from Bill Belichick that says, hey, Brian, hang on, let me do my Bill Belichick. Hey, Brian, congrats on the gig, bud. We're all real proud of you. And Brian is like, oh, wow, the Giants coaching job? I didn't even know. I just interviewed today. No, no, he hadn't interviewed yet. He hadn't no. interviewed yet? Here's the, here, that's why. Here's I, no, the I thought he had interviewed that day. No. Okay. So, the text message comes a week prior to the interview. Ah. And this is when Brian Flores recognizes, oh my God. Something's wrong. They in actually, no, no, no. They actually sent the wrong text message to me. I have an interview a week from now. Yep. So, so, so he Belichick, went into the interview, the interview knowing full well that he was not getting that right. job. Which, okay, and this is the issue, is because the NFL has rules in place yes. to make sure that uh minorities get the maximum opportunity yes. to to have positions within the NFL. And, the it's, NFL, and it's a lip service. It's basically uh, and well this kind of proves that it's a lip service, right? Yeah. This is there's been It's called the Rooney rule for those of yes. you who don't know. Uh it, it is basically a, a rule where like in the in the front office and in like other positions because the NFL is like obviously uh, predominantly when it comes to football players predominantly like overwhelming majority of the and players owners. are black. But the overwhelming majority of the owners are and white, and the coaches are white. So uh, this was a way to address that dynamic, that change, right? So, by the way, just so you know, New York Jets, uh, first organization to hire a uh, Muslim head coach. Just, just want you to know that. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of sad. That's not. That's that's kind of an L for. Well, Islam. we're leading the way. It's kind of an L for Islam. It just shows Muslim coaches not great, apparently. Okay, but we are leading the way. <laughs> Listen, if if there is a problem in the NFL, all I'm saying is it's not the Jets. <laughs> in the last 10 years, we've, we do we've not... had a black and a Muslim head coach. Okay, astaghfirullah, we do not want to be 
I will speak on behalf of the Islamic world. We do not want to be <laughs> known as the. Uh, we do not want to be associated with the franchise team Jets, the New York Jets. What? No, you didn't. <laughs> listen, dude. Listen, Care dude. Care releases a report saying, "Listen, there are many groups that we will be associated with. The New York Jets is not <laughs> one of them." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's incredible. Um, listen, so Jets, not the problem, but uh, <laughs> uh, Jets contributed more to Islamophobia than 9 11. <laughs> the Taliban is like, New York Jets, please, please stop, what stop you saying you have a Muslim coach. <laughs> You're, You're hurting ruining us. the vibes. You're hurting us. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, no, but um, the other thing that was incredible about this story, and I don't know if there is definitive proof at this point, but you know how the draft works, Hassan. Yeah. Right? So for those of you who don't know, for those of you who are sports balling us right now, the way that the NFL draft works is the worse your team was the season before, the higher the value of your draft pick going into the draft. The only reason why I know this is because he constantly talks about how the Jets are yeah. failing on purpose. Okay, listen, dude. Okay, dude. <laughs> to get a better we're draft We're going to have a monster draft this season. <laughs> yeah, he says that every season. I did. Robert Sala <laughs> is our coach. Um, no, okay. So, uh, so if you have a terrible season, the chance of you getting a blue chip player or multiple blue chip players is higher because you have more value in the draft, you can trade down, you can do a lot of things. And this is a mechanic that's built in to help balance the NFL after seasons, right? The idea is we're trying to create balance. Some teams tank where they will quote unquote tank to lose a bunch of games to get higher draft picks. Now, a lot of times this is done by getting rid of all your talent through trades and letting them go in free agency. But Brian Flores claimed that the owner of the Dolphins offered him $100,000 per loss the season prior and got mad when the Dolphins went on a winning streak only to fire Brian. So if that is a true situation, that is absolutely fucked. It means that they brought in a minority coach to be the scapegoat for losses paid him extra to lose. And then when, despite the franchise getting rid of the majority of their talent, managed to win, they fired him. They fired for doing too well. That's nuts. Like outperforming if, expectations. If that is true, he should win his lawsuit against, yeah. against at least the Dolphins. Here are some statistics on the, the, the racial dynamics <clears> of the NFL. <throat> Currently, only one out of 27 head coaches employed in the NFL is black, with five teams without a head coach. So there's that uh, a part of the process yeah. as well. In a league where roughly 70% of the players are black, there are two other non-black minority coaches, one of Puerto Rican and Mexican descent and one of Lebanese descent. So uh, obviously, you know, there is, uh, there is a major disparity. Uh, within uh, both the within the players versus the people who are managing the players versus the team owners, obviously. Hey, um, so you know those Jets? What black and Muslim coach? In the okay. I just want to point that out. Yeah, <laughs> not looking too great for. <laughs> Listen, what we don't accomplish on the football field, we accomplish on the field of civil rights. Okay, <laughs> the Jets, <laughs> the MLK of team. That's dude. 
We're, dude, yeah. we're basically, we're, our games are a sit-in, Hassan. That's why we lose so much. Yeah. We're so worried yeah, about making sure that we're, we're, we're woke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so basically, though, going back to the Rooney rule, um, it, 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 it pretty much proves that it's just lip service. Yeah. Which, of course, all of these initiatives are, for the record. If you guys weren't aware, welcome, you know. Here, let's rip the Band-Aid off immediately. A lot of these, like, diversity initiatives are simply for PR. They're for lip service. They don't drastically alter the, the uh, racial dynamic, and they certainly do not change racial inequality in any meaningful capacity. Hello, real change comes from material change, uh, and that's not, uh, that's not going to be implemented by, you know, uplifting one yeah. particular person from a marginalized background into a position of power. It's the hierarchies itself that need to be yeah. uh, deconstructed and reconstructed. I so, just wish more teams in the NFL were like the New York Jets. Yeah, and just we, uh, know, overall we, failure. <laughs> no, that's no, that's not what we... Progressive heroes. I mean, <laughs> heroes. If only, if the only the Jets had hired Brian Flores, then they could finally win. Well, they we were too winning. busy... Losing. Hiring the first Muslim coach. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stop. Listen, Allah, I think on a long enough timeline, is going to give us a Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll see. We'll if, see if the Jets win a Super Bowl with Robert Sala as head coach, I'll convert to Islam. Would you? Maybe. Dude, praying five <laughs> times a day? I would pray five times a day to get a Super Bowl, yeah, for sure. That's fucking <laughs> insane, dude. <laughs> um. But uh, you know that's so that's that's basically the the least surprising yeah. piece of information. Like, oh my god, the NFL's racist? That's crazy. Yeah, womp, womp. That's crazy. I mean, it is it is literally. I mean, it's a club. It's still a club, and that's uh, precisely what the shows. Because like Bill Belichick knew ahead of time. Yeah. That, that like he and was why, actually leaking information. And why it's so crazy to me? Why would the Giants brass tell Bill Belichick? I think he found out on his own. But but what? How? He just he just caught it. He just like got it from. I mean, he's he's fucking. He has people in in the room. You know, he's Bill Belichick. Yeah. So um, that's that's how this that's how this entire thing fell apart because you know. Hey, other football news. What the greatest of all time retired? Oh, Tom Brady. The greatest I know. of all time retired. It's not, dude. Look, there's a there's a racial there's another racial discrimination lawsuit against the NFL. Tom Brady's retiring. You know, not not great for it's white a, folk. It's a bad week for the NFL. It's a bad week for white people. <laughs> yeah, bro. The my favorite thing about Tom Brady retiring, and this is like, you wouldn't, you might not even get this, but sports pundits are a lot like political pundits, where they they're they're doing their best to like create storylines, right? Yeah. So the big storyline was that Tom Brady isn't retired, right? Yeah. Like that was like the galaxy brain take. Okay, he and went so because he switched from the Patriots to, to the Bucks, the, to the Bucks, right? And he actually was performing well with the yeah. Bucks. Oh, he was top five quarterback. Yeah, so. which which really frustrated a lot of the Pats fans because they were like, I, I, I'm I'm following the, yeah. the Tom Brady plot points. But, like, but but it was great to listen to all these sports commentators be like. You gotta, you gotta follow the signs, okay? Bruce Aarons and Tom Brady have a fight over AB. He gets, you know, upset with the head coaches. Now, in this recent photo, I can see here Tom Brady. He's enjoying his green smoothie with his left hand, not his right. That tells me he's injured his right hand. 
I think he has an injury. He wants to get out of Tampa Bay. He's, you know, he's, he's on, he's unhappy with the Tampa Bay head coaches. He wants to go play in Green Bay. I think this is all a ruse. And every, they all love him, right? Like everybody dude, every loves Tom sports Brady commentator is trying to feed people hope that Tom Brady isn't done. Yeah. Because Tom Brady said, I'll play till I'm 45. And he's 44. So everybody's like, I think he's just trying to get to Green Bay. Yeah. I think he's trying to go get a season out there in Los Angeles. I, you know what I mean? Like all these plot lines about how he's going to come back. I think he's going to take a year off, bang Giselle, and then come back and play one more time. He's going to kiss his children extra hard. He's going to eat his first cheeseburger. He's going to get that hit of sweet, sweet trans fatty acids. Then he's going to come back and throw dimes. Uh-huh. And no, he's he's gone. How does this make you feel? I mean… Happy as a Jets fan, even no, though… I, I, I don't feel happy. I think, listen, I think what you should say about Tom Brady is that… He was a fierce competitor. He was probably the greatest athlete ever now at this point. He's not the greatest athlete ever. LeBron I would James. say LeBron is. James is the greatest athlete No. Ever. Okay. I, we will always disagree on that. Championships. That doesn't mean anything. That is a multifaceted issue. Like that's it's so complex. Yeah, it is. No, it, it's, And he narrowed down that complexity to wins. I'm just, no, it doesn't work that Listen, way. Listen, Tom Brady never had a, Tom Brady never had a losing season. Had, I think, one season below 10 wins, which is ludicrous. He's the greatest NFL athlete. One of the greatest. Even then, I feel like there was more athletic people than Tom Brady. He was just a, but, he was but an all-around incredible what is, quarterback. What is the end goal of athletics? Is it to be dazzlingly impressive at the sport or to win? Because there are some people that win ugly, right? There's yeah. some people that think like Patrick Beverly is a great defender. And there's some people that think he's just a trash athlete. But it's like, what is what is the final marker of success in sports? And I think it's wins. Well, the reason why I say it doesn't translate to athleticism or the greatest athlete of all time specifically is because uh, there are so many components, like a good fucking O-line. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? There's so much that but like, contributes I, to a quarterback's success. wins are this amazing calculator for like, he attracted the talent. People wanted to play with Tom. He ran the offense. But then Bill he was able to He was able to power. Well, he won a Super Bowl without him. That's true. The very next year, he went to Tampa and won a Super Bowl. That's, that's and true. everyone followed him. And that's he true. inspired those, those athletes to go out there and win a Super Bowl. That's not easy. I mean, it's, it's, he, is, he is definitely a GOAT. Like, he is the GOAT. He is an all-time great. I would say great. he is the GOAT. I don't know. I just, I think LeBron James. But Listen, hey. I, I didn't think he was the GOAT till that Tampa Bay Super Bowl. That Tampa Bay Super Bowl is so in, is so unbelievably impressive. To go to a team and your first year there, you pull up, you pull an athlete out of retirement. Oh yeah, Gronk is coming back. You go grab a running back who's in the dumpster. Fournette. Oh, now he's an all-star running back again. The turnaround in Tampa Bay and the dominance of that team, crazy. Nuts. We're, we're this is now a sports podcast. This is sports. Podcast. We have to move away from this right yeah, now. Sports ball. Our audience is all committing. Simply. We talked about Pokemon and and sports ball, and and all these other all these other things. Uh, well, it's hard because there's nothing more American than Pokemon and and uh, football. What else? What else is unless else you're is talking about the Beatles, which are a British rock band, but <laughs> but American. But you you have to understand that rock and roll started right here in the United States. It's true. I don't know if you know this, but when the Beatles first started, they were called the Quarry Men. 
And they all had what was called DA haircuts, ducks, duck's ass, like that big pump. They oh all looked like American God. rockers. Okay. Yeah. Because they were inspired. The Quarrymen is such a British yeah. fucking. Thank God they changed that. Oh, thank God. They, they oh, were the inspired. <laughs> the qua- hey, we're the Quarrymen. Mm-hmm. We're about to play some American covers. It's Tuesday, isn't it? We're this playing. one's called I Want to Hold Your Hand. <laughs> okay, this is thank God. They, that was a good decision. This isn't America Me Up, by the way. This isn't? This is. Oh, I'm leading I know. I, I got the segue. I just, I wanted to, there's an eagle scream. Um, so they grew up idolizing uh, the, the, the legends of American R&B and rock and, and blues. And R&B. Rhythm and blues. Was R&B even, like, did that exist in, like, 1960s? Yes. It did? Yeah. I, I always thought it was, like, more like an 80s, 90s invention. No. <laughs> I mean, blues, yes, obviously, which is, like, the inception of rock, right? Yeah. So I, I you know. Well, anyway. Okay, let's go on. Um, Chuck By the Berry. Way, so much swag on yeah. Chuck Berry. It is diabolical. Insane. Insane. Like, he's fucking jacked. He's got the tassels. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God, dude. So Chuck Berry is a legend. Yeah. Guitar, rock. He's He is like the grandfather of a lot of what we consider to be mm-hmm. rock music. And the Beatles, specifically John Lennon, idolize him. Idolize him, mm-hmm. right? When they're writing songs, this is the guy that most directly influences a lot of their sound. Famously, in case you don't know who Chuck Berry is, uh, catalog of successful songs, but you might have heard him in Back to the Future, Johnny Be Good. It's your cousin. You know that new sound you're looking for? Well, listen to this. I have no idea what you're referencing, but go on. Back to the Future? I've never seen Back to the Future. All right, dude. Okay. Um, Anyway, after his illustrious career has has bloomed and he's moved on from the Beatles, uh, John Lennon starts a band with... Yoko Ono called the Plastic Ono Band. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, no. they actually have some bops, but oh, it, no. was, it was his way of platforming Yoko Ono, who, in the most American way possible, was painfully mediocre when it came to her musical abilities, right? Isn't she known as the, like, the only thing I know about the Beatles is that, like, Yoko Ono broke it up. Like, one of the oh, guys yeah. got shot. That's John Lennon. That's John Lennon, okay. Yep. So he got shot, uh, and before that, I guess, uh, Yoko Ono broke up the band. Well, and then there's that famous, like, really weird photo. Of them in bed naked. Yeah, that's yeah. so— that's They a very, spent a week in bed, yeah, yeah. It's very strange. So, listen, this is, this is post-Beatles era right here. This uh-huh. is Plastic Ono Band. Finally, John Lennon gets to perform with his legend, with his icon, with his, with his, with his hero, Chuck Berry, right? So this would be like if you got to do a stream with Tucker Carlson. You know, you're, you, <laughs> you finally get to. My, my favorite. What? Yeah, yeah. No, so, so you, it, it's like this clash of the titans. And they're playing a song together, okay? And Yoko Ono is very hurt that she is not the focus of this moment. Oh, my God. And this is what some consider the worst musical sabotage to ever occur. Go ahead and let's watch this for a minute. Come on. Yeah, from the scene. 
Now, pay careful attention for where Yoko comes in, or else you might miss it. She's just like playing the, she, right now she's playing the drum, the bongo drum. Yep, she's just playing the bongo. Oh! <laughs> oh my god! Chuck Berry's face. Wait, hold up. Pause it for a second. Chuck Berry's face, for those of you who are just listening at home, is like, he is losing his mind. It's right. like, what the fuck is she doing? Okay, so can can we go back uh, to another version? Because this is the, the, the screaming kind of stretched out. I wanted you to see that. But you have to see kind of like them jamming and her cutting in. Although you had this admiration for Chuck yeah. for this many years, yeah. today was the first actual meeting. I met him, yeah. I think he's the greatest. I really love him. It's Let's, an honor to be here backing him. That's very lovely. You so you can see how yeah. much John idolizes this guy. If you tried to guy. try and give rock and roll another name, you might call it Chuck Berry, right? In the 1950s, the whole generation worshipped his music. And when you see him perform today, past and present all come together. And the message is, hail, hail, rock and roll, right on. Here he is, Chuck Berry. <laughs> So they, they meet for the first time. He's connected with his idol. So I got a question for you. Yeah, hit me. So what's up? Does Yoko Ono got that gorilla grip or what? I, dude, I don't know. Like, what, what, what was the I think deal? John was just on so much acid that she came into his life at the right time. And was able to just like... Program his brain like the Mansons. Oh my God. So this is even better. They get a jam going and just watch her bust it, dude. Why did she, like, why, it, it, like, she is Long the- Long distance information to get me Memphis, Tennessee. Trying to find a party, trying to get in touch with me. Could not leave a number, but I know who pays the call. Just jamming. Just two legends. Mm-hmm. Help me information and get in touch with my Marie. He's the only one who phoned me here from Memphis, Tennessee. Home is on the south side. I up on the ring. They should have had two mics, bro. Yeah, I'm just saying. Oh. Did you see oh his eyes? God. His eyes were literally were like, what was that? But he's such a pro, he doesn't stop at all. But he had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like the dude from the Wild Thornberries. Oh my God. She looks pissed. Oh yeah. Oh damn, what is that move, dude? That's crazy. It's that Chuck Berry. Rock was pretty good. 
Look, they cut her mic, dude. <laughs> oh my god. She's trying. She's, She's trying, trying her best. She's trying to throw those. Oh, <laughs> what? Can you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> She's not even on beat, dude. She's not even on beat. Why? What is happening, dude? What the fuck? Dude, that's so embarrassing. Yeah. That's so embarrassing for John Lennon where, like, your girlfriend just sucks. Okay, cut. Oh, don't cut. Wait, she's still got oh, more. Oh, wait, she's got more? Hang she on. She got more. Yeah, they've cut her mic at this point. No, she, she they came they came back and then they cut her. Yeah, so pause. Bro, they that is so embarrassing. They cut her mic, dude. That's so embarrassing, dude. What the fuck? The audacity. Like, why does she think that? Oh, God. Jesus Christ. I did that, not what's know. more American than that, though? I mean, yeah, cutting in and just, just like, taking one of the most iconic, what would have been one of the most iconic moments in rock history. I mean, it's still iconic. Oh, it's iconic but for, the but for different reason. reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Chuck Berry's eyes are the funniest thing I've ever He's seen. He's like, what the fuck? It, it looks like looks like he got hit in the back of the head. <laughs> Yeah, he really did. He got that. He's just like, what just happened? He got that hot Yoko wave, dude. So, like, I want more deets on this Yoko thing because this is like. So apparently, I listen. My understanding of the Beatles is is cursory at best, but I I remember a story that she was a performance artist who John went to one of her exhibits in the late sixties, I think. And there was a ladder in the middle of a room and you climb the ladder and then there was a, a magnifying glass tap, taped to the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And there was like a word written on the ceiling. I forget the word was. It was like <clears throat> what or maybe or something bullshit like that. And John was high off his rocker on acid. And he thought it was like the greatest piece of art he had ever seen. He was like, who did this fucking art, man? This is some of the greatest art I've ever seen. I'm John Lennon. Uh -huh. And it was Yoko's art. And then and then they hit it off. Oh no! Yeah, don't, this, that's when you do too much Lennon. acid. Yeah, you can never. I've just, just done too much bloody acid. No, it's just like there's a there's a there's an amount. There's moderation is yeah. key here. And and homies in the fucking they 60s were seventies were not doing moderation. I forget what artist. I think it was um, who's the guy who did to be on your own like a Rolling Stone. Help me out. I have no idea. Uh, lay across my big brass Sting. bed. No, come on. God damn it. One second. You too. Brass bed song. I have no idea who Give me two is. seconds. I'll, I'll find it. I, I just can't think of his name. When right you now. tell me who it is, I'm still not going to know more. Yes, you will. No, I won't. Guns and Roses. It's, it is Zeppelin. not fucking Josh Garcia. I'll tell you that. What the? Did you see it? Oh, my God. Did you say the lyrics. It's rolling. To it is rolling. Be stone. on your own, like a rolling stone. Come on, help me out here, internet. Bob Dylan. I think it was Bob Dylan was the one who first gave them acid and didn't tell them. 
I could be wrong. It was some artist, but they were in an elevator. And, he, and when the acid started to kick, he's like, this elevator goes to hell. Oh, God. Yeah. But they were deep into acid. They were like throwing back acid at one point. Yeah, even playing baseball with it. Beatles are amazing because you can actually mark their albums by what drug they were taking. So yeah. like Revolver was like the, the weed album. Sergeant Pepper was definitely the acid album. Which one was their best? That's hard to say. It depends on what era of Beatles you like. I like that early shit. I like Meet the Beatles. I like that. I want to hold your hand. I like I that know. twist and shout. Anything shake it up, baby, now. Shake it up. Famously, I don't know. I don't know. that Any. song rules and sounds different. I know this bit of trivia because it was the last song they were recording. And famously, John Lennon's voice was fucking blown out. And he's like, we're just going to do one take where I scream. And they did one take where he screamed. And that's why you get the shake it up, baby, now. Shake it up. Twist and shout. That song fucking rules. Don't know anything about the Beatles. Yeah, I know. You don't listen to music. Well, you know. Yeah, it's true. But how do you feel about this American Me Up? This is incredible. I do love... I remind you of Yoko Ono at all? Do you remind yeah, me? Yeah, do I Yoko up your stuff? No. What? No, not at all. Okay. Just checking. You, first what if all... I came in during your election coverage and just started doing gorilla noises? Then maybe a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. no, you, you're an improvement to everything I do. Yoko oh. Ono, on the other hand, is is the awful. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. Austin is more of a Yoko Ono. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Someone clip that and I'm ship it to Austin kidding. Show. I'm just Austin joking. Show, the Yoko Ono of Twitch. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. Well, that's your America Me Up. Yeah, and I feel like you're entertained. I feel like and, you're enriched. And that's the the fear and molding episode for the day. Yep, folks. Yep, and. Uh, Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Be sure to like, review, and subscribe. This was an action-packed episode. This was dude, balls to the wall. Every moment of yeah. this was was thrilling. Yeah, it's good to have you back. It's good to be back. Hopefully we're gonna you know start filming some of these from my my house yep. studio. Yep. So that'll be that'll be an interesting new change of pace as well. So, all right, all right. Peace, Adios. everybody. Talk it. I'm saying it, dude.